1: We're going to switch gears right now as we head out to the SDCCU fan hotline. We're going to talk NBA, a lot of NBA news over the last seven or eight days. And uh, great to have from NBC Sports, Kurt Heelan, join us on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, Kurt, uh, thanks for the time. How are you today?
0: I'm doing good. I'm, out, I'm, I'm melting because I'm in Las
1: Vegas, but I'm good. Hey, what's it been like over there? I've been watching, uh, believe it or not, I've been watching a lot of those games at night. Uh, you know, I don't know how many guys on the Clippers and Lakers Summer League team are actually going to make the roster, but uh, there's a lot of good basketball being played over there.
0: Interesting experience in a lot of ways because, look, most teams have, there are exceptions like the Knicks, but most teams have two or three guys who max. Maybe two guys per team who make an NBA roster somewhere. And, and this guy's fighting for two ways, but most of what happens here, I mean, there's a lot of European scouts, and they are like, there's these weird conversations that happen between players where you hear them, like, you know, in the locker room going, Hey, didn't you play in Belgium last year? What's that like, man? Because I'm starting to get offers. Like, there's these weird, like, they're trying to get noticed, and they're just trying to get, a lot of these guys are going to be playing overseas and get paid. But that's still, it, this is still a pretty entertaining level of basketball. It's a fun event. It's just a little down this year, I think, because there was so much Zion hype. And honestly, outside of R.J. Barrett, he's the only guy in the top six who's really played uh, much at all here. It's been – everybody's been in bubble wrap, which is kind of – uh, Suck
1: some of the fun out of it. Hey, I want to stand. I want to obviously get to the Clippers and Lakers, but I do want to mention Zion Williams. And I watched a little bit uh, of the only game he's going to play in the summer league after he uh, banged his knee up uh, against one of the other players the other night. He was four or nine. I think he had 11 points in nine minutes. Didn't hit a shot uh, outside of a slam dunk and. You know, obviously, the, the kid has been, you know, pulled in a variety of different directions, probably have missed a lot of workouts because he had to be here, be there, being the number one overall draft pick. But, man, I'll tell you what, uh, he's going to have to watch that weight. He's going to have to get in a lot better yeah. shape, and he's going to have to develop a jump shot, it looks like to me.
0: You, you, are, you are spot on. The jumper, look, his form is fine. It's, it's he, Look, the number of guys who come out of college, you are like he's just got to work on his jumper. It's got to be more consistent outside of, like, you know, J.J. Redick and Clay Thompson, pretty much everybody who comes out of college, their jumper just isn't consistent enough, The NBA, especially at the NBA arc level. Um, he, he's going to play lighter, and I think that that's going to be an adjustment. Uh, he's, just, he's going to play a little lighter than he did in college because it's just not as much of a power game. You can't, um, there's very few guys who get to, you know, if you're not Joel Embiid, you don't get to play power games <laughs> in the NBA very much. Like, everybody's a man, everybody's strong, so he's going to be a little bit lighter, a little bit quicker. You saw flashes of what he can be, I think the fact that they play at pace is going to be great for him. But yeah, he's got some work to do. They kind of all do, though. I mean, I I, I use the story, John. I went last year to, to um, beautiful Salt Lake City for the summer league there for Trey Young's first summer league game. Uh uh-huh. huh. Missed his first missed his first ten shots. One of eleven for <laughs> three air ball shots. Guys find their groove. If you're a good enough player, you eventually get used to the level and adapt. It's just sometimes it takes a little
1: bit. Uh, Kurt Heelan from NBC Sports covers the NBA. As he mentioned, he's over in Las Vegas at the uh, NBA Summer League right now. Let's get to the Clippers. Today, Kawhi Leonard uh, officially, I guess, puts his name on the contract. Two years plus a a player option for a third. Um, Once again, Kawhi kind of doing it his way, isn't he?
0: Yeah, exactly. Look, that player option for two years, that's just about the money. I mean, it doesn't mean he is a free agent in two years. That It's nice that I think in his world that keeps a little pressure on the Clippers to make sure things come together <laughs> and that they keep it together. But in two years, he and Paul George both hit their 10 years of service mark, and that's the big deal. They get to 10 years of service. Right now they can get 30% of the cap. So his, he's only, quote, but I mean, in air quotes, but his starting salary I think was 32 733 right around there for the, for the new contract. And goes up from there. He jumps to 35% of the cap. And so it, it would be like a five-year, at least $220 million, $221 million deal in a couple of years. That's what he's looking at. It's the payday. Um, much more than, hey, I want out of the Clippers or anything. Although, if things go weird, then he's got an out in two years.
1: Uh, you know I'm a big Doc Rivers fan I think he's one of the the top coaches without a doubt in the NBA he knows how to massage the egos of players Uh, but he's (laughs) tough on guys I think but he knows how to massage the egos get along Uh, what do you think this is going to bring to him with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to go with what he's already got and I thought re-signing Pat Beverly was huge
0: Uh, that was sneaky huge because he he is so much the heart and soul he and Montrezl Harrell Harold, the, uh, the the off, those two guys off mm-hmm. the bench set the tone for that team in a lot of ways. Just how hard they played you know, Luke Williams got you buckets, and Luke Williams will Luke Williams will be sixty five and just tearing it up at the YMCA <laughs> somewhere, right? Like he's he's forever going to just get buckets. But um, it was so important to have those guys who brought it every night and brought the intensity. I'll tell you, I think Doc is a was a huge reason Kawhi and Paul George were into this. Because he is a veterans coach. A, he treats them like adults. I mean, he'll come down on you if you're you're not working. Right. But he'll treat you like an adult if you act like an adult. And the other part of it is no team practices less. No team – like, he's going to – it's a recovery league. You're a veteran. You do the work. I expect you to be in shape. Like, I expect you to do all this. But I'm not going to grind you with long practices. I'm not going to wear you down physically that way. We're going to do a lot of film session stuff, and I'm going to count on you being a professional about this stuff. That's an attraction to veteran guys, especially guys trying to, you know, maintain their health, like Kawhi and, and Paul George. Like they're the, the la- I don't want to say the lack of work, but the lack of grinding practices. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of free agents out there going, man, I want to play
1: for Jim Boylan and do some
0: caliber <laughs> practices. And I hope I can run some suicides. You just, that's
1: not going to work. <laughs> Oh, that's great stuff. Kurt Heelan, who covers the NBA for NBC Sports, joining us on 97.3 The Fan. Let's um, go to the other locker room at Staples. LeBron James and his mates. They bring in Anthony Davis. I think getting Boogie Cousins, that's... It's a question mark because what cousins are you going to get? Are you going to get a highly motivated guy that wants to get in shape, wants to show that he's still a great player at the NBA level? Or are you going to get a guy that is just kind of coming in and and not going to work real hard to to get back close to what he once was?
0: And which guy are you going to get which day? Yep. (laughs) It really, I mean, I think that having LeBron, it's good to have, I think, Boogie. and I think it's works for Rondo, too. Like, have them in a in a locker room where LeBron is the dominant personality so that they don't get to run amok. Um, you, you know, LeBron will call you out, you know, if you're not doing it. And I think Anthony Davis is more of a lead-by-example guy, but he can do it as well. So I think that's good. Um, we'll see. I, he's playing for contracts, but then again, we said that last year. And he put up numbers. He still gets you buck. He can still put up numbers, but, I mean, You saw it in the finals, John. Everybody who was listening saw it. They were better with Kevon Looney out there. Kevon Looney, if you're in a modern NBA offense where you need somebody who can space it and roll hard and defend it a little in space, Kevon Looney with his broken collarbone was way more effective than than the Marcus Cousins. And that's what the Lakers are going to have to figure out is how to make this whole thing fit together. Because ultimately, Anthony Davis is by far their best center, but he he doesn't want to play there and you can't bang him up like that.
1: Yeah, and, and well, the thing that I would say, Kurt, I mean, if if Cousins would lose some weight, get himself in in shape, he could really be a difference maker for that Laker basketball team. Yeah,
0: you, you know, you know how many times Mike Shashevsky told him that at USA Basketball, like, to be <laughs> with you. like, like there's a, remember Cousins was frustrated because he wasn't making the national team, but the national team, and, and it will do the same thing this summer under Pop at the world uh, Popovich under the, at the world championships. We're just way more athletic than everybody, but except like two two countries like Serbia and Spain can kind of hang they 've got the nBA guys after that we 're just going to overwhelm you and we 're going to be athletic and we 're going to just pressure you and run up and down the floor and you 're not going to be able to handle it and Cousins wasn't running up and down the floor fast enough until the very like the final last year he finally got there um, but I think with the injuries he's he's been slowed uh, understandably but and hey. i'll tell you what slow slow big men in today 's NBA John are they're a dime a dozen. Like I can get those guys for two million. How much do I really want to pay?
1: Hey, uh, I want two other quick questions. We're visiting with Kurt Healand, uh, who covers uh, the NBA for NBC Sports over in Vegas. Nice enough to uh, take a few moments today and join us. Um, what roster do you like better, the Clippers or the Lakers? Clippers.
0: I mean, I think, look, I think the Lakers are going to, I don't think they're going to be a great regular season team. They might be a four or five seed because Denver's still really good. Obviously the Clippers are going to be good. Houston's going to be good still. I mean, despite all their internal weirdness, that team's been the best two, second best team in the West two straight years. Um, by the way, Utah got much better. Like Utah is legitimately a threat to come out of the West. Um, so, I mean, they could be the four or five seed, but you get the Lakers to the playoffs. I like that. I like the veterans where you're not playing them every day, where LeBron really cranks everything up. Then they're a much better team. But night in, night out, I love the Clippers. I think they're the, probably the favorites right now for the title. And they'll be able – they have enough talent to keep their guys healthy through the playoffs and still win 57, 58 games and be a, and be a high seed.
1: All right, last question. What's the market out there for a high-priced, uh, aging uh, uh, Westbrook? I was going to say John Quintero. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: um the, price is, the problem is the price is set for him. He, he's four years, 170 just, just 168 seven or whatever it is. just high of 170 million dollars. and um, look, the last year of that is technically a player option, but John can, can, look, you and I can talk here, you right. Right. He's picking up the 46.7 million or whatever it is that year, right? Like, that's not in doubt. It's a four-year contract at this point. Um, the teams that are going to jump at him, Miami is interested because they're kind of stuck in the middle. They got Jimmy Butler. They don't, they don't have a lot else. Um, I've heard the Pistons come up again. They have Blake Griffin and not much else. Like there's teams that are going to try to jump into that mix, but I'm, I'm just not sure where, I'm curious how they get a deal done. I think it's going to take three teams. It's going to take a lot of maneuvering because that is a huge contract and there's a lot of teams who just don't want a part of it. There's, it's a very limited market.
1: Hey Kurt, I will tell you, I would be happy to lope up and down an NBA court for two million dollars a year.
0: <laughs> I, I got. I was so. I played some pickup recently, and I'm like, yeah, I got about three trips up and down the court, and then I'm like <laughs> grabbing my shorts, <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got it.
1: Oh, that's great. Hey, uh, uh, safe travels and enjoy the basketball and uh, be safe over there.
0: I will. Thanks a lot. Take care, coach.
1: Great to uh, have him on, Kurt Heelan, who covers the NBA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone fifteens and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone fifteens better over here. Only
0: at T-Mobile get four iPhone fifteens on us and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. <laughs>